so I've been away for a while. I'm not going to make any jokes about that or it's been tough. So the last time I left you guys, I was, uh, I was working as a contract worker for MIT. And during that time, I also was looking into how I can improve this show as well as my photography. Uh, there's been an overwhelming sense of guilt in me. And this is because I've been a, I've been photographing with, with the Fuji system for a while now, but I've never been able to make that my primary system uh, in my primary line of work, which is wedding photography. And I... I just felt like the biggest hypocrite in the world when it came to making this show. Uh, the passion for the camera system, I didn't feel was enough. Uh, because if I, you know, how, how could I possibly give it proper advice? How could I, how, I, I just felt so fake when there's so many other photographers out there that, are using the Fuji system as their primary uh, means of their, you know, photographing their profession. Now I could have just gone along and just used it for like landscape photography and you know things like that, but that that's again that's not my main line of work. My main line of work is portraits and weddings. So during my time with MIT, I wanted to figure out how I was going to make the Fuji system my primary system. And the difficulty is that, you know, I, I, I can't experiment on my own clients to a certain degree. Uh, you know, I could try new things here and there, but they're paying customers. I, I don't want to mess up their big day. I only have one shot at it. And so I thought that maybe if I could be a second shooter for some of my photographer colleagues, that would be awesome. And, and so that this is where kind of <laughs> the story begins. Um, I had a really, really just, I, I had an experience. <laughs> we'll just say that. Um, I, I found out who, who my friends were and who my friends were not. Uh, I'll just say that as the teaser, as uh, as I begin the story. Uh, so, I was given the opportunity to be a second shooter for a friend of mine, uh, or a colleague of mine. We're, we're acquaintances. We weren't. I mean, we never hung out with one another. Uh, but he's a very talented photographer and uh, someone that I, you know, I really admired his work. And I helped him out a few occasions. Uh, covering for him when he wasn't able to, to photograph a wedding. He asked me if I could be his second photographer, and I say, you know, I jumped at it because one, it's a New Year's party. They're really epic. And two, it gave me the opportunity to really test out the, the Fuji system. And, you know, I was upfront about it. Can I, can I, you know, do some of my own tests? And he was okay with it. He was cool. In fact, he was looking into the Fuji system as well. And so I, I don't want to use his real name. Uh, oh, geez. What, what, what can I use for a name? 
There are some who call me... Tim? Sure. That'll work. Tim, the photographer. He, uh, he comes to me, asks me to be his second photographer. I, I say, awesome. Can I use the Fuji system? Absolutely. And being the second photographer, you know, I, I didn't have to worry about, you know, missing any key moments or anything like that. Uh, I brought my, so I traveled light. I brought my, uh, my Canon 5D Mark III. I brought my 24 to 70 millimeter lens, uh, speed light for, for, for the, for the camera. And I brought all my Fuji gear. Yeah. So the day didn't go as I had planned. Um, I was expecting to be kind of like detail shots and, you know, other angle shots, uh, maybe, you know, get, you know, the, the flowers on the table, just alternate angles and everything like that. But <laughs> the way it turned out was, uh, pretty different. And, uh, as I went up to photograph the the guys getting ready, that went that went fine, and uh, you know we used a lot of the natural light from the hotel windows to to photograph. But orders were a little bit sparse this day. Uh, Tim was with his wife downstairs, getting. Uh, they were working on something. They were working on. The, the projector for for something. Uh, I didn't know it was a projector at the time. They were just working on some technical stuff. And so I went up to photograph the guys. Uh, then I met up with him to photograph the girls. And, and, and then I went downstairs to, you know, just to what I was thinking to get some detail shots. But he ended up sending me uh, the, the bride and the bridesmaids to do some formals, which, okay, that's weird. That's usually the primary photographer's job. So I, I, I did those photos all good. Uh, meanwhile, he went back to messing with his, uh, equipment, uh, in the reception hall. And when it came time for the ceremony, you know, he, he showed up, we, we you know, he, he took the primary spot and I was, uh, doing, uh, covering the perimeter. And shortly after that, he said to, uh, take care of the family for, uh, formals. And, uh, he, he's going back to handle the, 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 the gear in the reception hall, which was weird. And so less and less, I relied on the, the, the Fuji because I wasn't, you know, for, for these formal moments and, Things like that. I I just wasn't set up with, with with lighting. Lighting was horrible in the hotel. So I ended up just sticking with the Canon. So I did the family formals, and then I did the formals be, with, with with the husband and wife, which again just baffled my mind that he was not here to do these photos, uh, especially the 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 photos between the husband and wife. And so I ended up doing that. I, I alternated between the Fuji and the the, the Canon. Um, you know, it was just... I, I guess I wasn't focusing on the Fuji this day because I was so... I, I ended up being 
essentially becoming the the primary photographer for for this for this evening and then reception happens and you know he still uh, the, the the way the reception was uh it, it was in a in a marriott uh, we had one section of the you know conference room that they were using we had one section and across the you know the the folding walls you know he was there again still messing with his um with his equipment and and so i i covered the the introductions uh the the, the announcements uh, for for the start of the reception I covered the first dance. I covered the toasts. I covered all of it. And then, finally, you know, he emerges with with the equipment. And he sets up the projector. You know, the, the, during during the dinner time, everybody gathered around the, the, the projector. And, and, and they put up the big wall. But anyway, it was, it was his photos... Uh, that he was uh, he was editing. He was simultaneously setting up the projector and editing photos of uh, which essentially ended up being a 15 minute commercial for him. And you know he used a combination of his photos, my photos, and, and he did a slideshow montage, and I was just floored that all this time was spent. Not photographing his client, but preparing this moment. And, you know, once that was taken care of and, and all the key moments were taken care of, he, he jumped in and uh, helped photograph the rest of the, the night. And so, yeah, that <laughs> left me a little discouraged. Um, suffice to say, no longer uh, consider myself friends with him. And he doesn't listen to the show, so it, it, it doesn't matter. But yeah, it just, I, I was just so tired at the end of that night. Again, I, you know, I wasn't ready to be the primary photographer. And, and it left me really discouraged with, with my own set of skills, as well as, you know, let, let alone what I was doing with the Fuji system. And I let this podcast lapse. You know, I finished my contract with MIT. You know, I finished my contract in the springtime. Great, great people. Great experience. I was kind of left wondering if I should even continue with this podcast. You know, my plans were to, to start it up once MIT was finished, but I was just so discouraged with my my skill set with the, with the camera, Fuji Gear. That I was, I was just going to sell it off and, you know, stick with Canon. You know, Canon. Canon was the easy choice. Uh, I, you know, I've been with it for almost, God, fifteen years now. You know why? Why change? Why even go that route? But, you know, deep down inside, I just, I, I loved my Fuji photos better. Looking in my portfolios, you know, you could tell the difference what was shot between the Canon and what was shot with, with, with the Fuji. Clients responded to the Fuji photos as well. And so th there had to be another way. There, there just had to be a, a, another, another opportunity. During the springtime, my, my wedding season wasn't going to start until June. 
But fortunately, I was asked to photograph uh, with, with another buddy of mine um, who also allowed me to use the Fuji gear. Uh, he was a cannon shooter, uh, and, you know, he he was he was okay with it. Uh, at first, he was like, "Yeah, maybe I you you should use Canon," but but then when he saw the the first few photos that I took with the Fuji, he he was sold. He was like, "All right, just this is great. Do what you have to do." And, and so I was able to have free reign with, with with what I could do with the gear. Now, my biggest handicap with with the Fuji system has always been the autofocus. That was the thing I had to overcome. Outside photography, no problem. Um, I was, uh, you know, I was on, on, on my game with, with that one. Um, you know, it was an outdoor wedding. I was bouncing back between my Fuji X-T1 and my Fuji X-100T. And, you know, the, I, I had the, the fixed lens on the X-100 and I, I had my 85 millimeter equivalent on, on the the X-T1. And it was great. You know, every, everything was just humming along. And, you know, as, as I was photographing, you know, the, the, you know, hugging the perimeter, you know, getting the, getting the shots, it was just, everything was just, I, I just felt like I was in my groove. And, you know, I usually had my cannon around my neck, but now because I wasn't in the primary, you know, I wasn't in the driver's seat, you know, I didn't have to have the cannon around my neck. I, that, that, that weight was off, literally and figuratively. And it felt wonderful. I, I just, I just rocked that wedding. When, when it came to the portraits, uh, I went inside to do the detail and cocktail hour and just moving between people in the crowds with, with, with the light gear was amazing. You know, the, I didn't have to bump around and you know with the big cannon and the big cannon lenses and everything it was just such such freedom and then the reception i i had time to myself to really set up what i needed to do this is where it always fell apart because the the light would be horrible you know there would just be no light for me to get focus and you know it just I just never worked. And, and so I went up and set up two lights on, on, on some poles. And I had a radio trigger, um, that I, that I shared between the X100 and the, the XT, XT1. And I switched from the 85 millimeter equivalent to the 50 millimeter equivalent lens, uh, the F2, the F2 35 millimeter glass is what I was using. And I stayed with that. That's all, that's all I really needed. And it worked out great for a little while. I was able to lock focus. The, the, the placement of the lights was awesome. Photos were coming out fantastic. But again, I still had that trouble of locking that focus. It just, just really dark in, in, in some moments. If, if they danced into a shadow, just, you know, I, looking through the L, you know, the, the viewfinder, I, I, I wasn't, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to see where they were standing. I wouldn't lock on properly. It was very hard. And while I 
did most of it great. There was still that one nagging bit that w- w- that was uh, that was still holding me back. And, and once the reception, once all the key moments were done, I, I was still left with you know a dark room, everybody dancing. How am I going to photograph this? I have this, the speed lights that, that will light the room, but that's not going to do me a lot of good if I can't see them. And then I realized that I had an LED light in my bag. It was a small LED light, something that I could handhold. And, and, and so I grabbed that. And when I was right, you know, Aiming for the for, for, for the you know people that, that were dancing when when I got my shot that I wanted, I would light up the LED light, not too strong where it was you know it, it would annoy anybody, but just put that up for a second, just enough light that I can get autofocus. Put it up, take the shot, put it back down, boom, I had my lucky charm and it was just phenomenal. I was able to, to do the rest of the reception with this little combination and it just completely rocked. I, I, I finally was able to photograph a wedding 100% with my Fuji. It was the best feeling in the world. And I'm like, maybe this is a fluke. Maybe, maybe, maybe I need to, I need to do one more wedding. And, and so I took a chance with, with one of my, my first wedding of the year and I photographed it wonderfully. It was inside a hotel. It was indoor ceremony uh, at a Marriott in Boston. And, you know, during the, uh, the, the, the ceremony, I had my two lights stationed as my you know primary light source and I was able to do it. I had my LED light just in case, but I didn't need it for for the ceremony because there was sufficient light to get autofocus. During the portrait session, it was all outdoors, rocked that with the Fuji system. And then once the reception started, it it was awesome. I I just sat back, uh had my lights stationed and, you know, the, the LED just in case, but there was enough light to get autofocus during the, 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 the first part of the reception. And during the last half, when the lights went out, it was awesome. The, the LED came out and I was able to grab the focus and it was perfect. It was awesome. Just an incredible feeling. Then I allowed myself to finally purchase the X-Pro2. <laughs> Uh, which, by the way, I could have saved myself a whole lot of trouble by just buying the XT uh, X Pro Two much, much sooner, and using the optical viewfinder instead of the digital viewfinder. <laughs> um, so, hey, say la vie, lesson learned. But that that was my story in a nutshell. Um, I, I, I had to whittle that down. Uh, there, there, there's so many more details in there that I that I left out, but I think they were just hindered the main plot of the story, I guess. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's finally good to consider. Like, I 
finally feel comfortable enough to say that I'm, I'm a Fuji photographer. Uh, I am in by no way saying that I am a official ex photographer. Uh, I'm not allowed to give myself that title. Uh, that, that I think is only, uh, something that Fuji will pass out, but it, it, it's been a long, difficult journey, but very re rewarding. And I am so happy to, to literally lighten my load. Um, it, it is, it feels great. And, and so now my, my current wedding setup is, uh, is this, I have my X pro two as my primary camera. Uh, I have my XT one as my secondary camera. I have my XE3 as my backup camera that I keep in my bag. I, I sold my X100. Uh, and, and the lenses that I have is um, the 23mm F2, the 50mm F2, and the 56mm uh, F1.2, I think it is. I, I don't remember. And, and that is that is my lineup. I'll probably by next year pick up the 90 millimeter lens, uh, and I'll probably also pick up the uh, 16 to 55 millimeter lens because it would be nice to have you know all those focal lengths. I, I, I lose a stop, but you know a stop of light, but that's fine. And oddly enough, what I use for my speed lights is uh, is interesting. Lights that I have on my light stand, I actually picked up two Amazon speed lights uh, for, from their Amazon Basics package. Uh, it's like less than 30 bucks for, for this uh, speed light. And it works really well. I was really surprised. I have uh, just, just two of those on, on a pole uh, with, with a Gary Fong uh, light sphere on, on top of that. And that that is my secondary light source. That, that those are the lights that I have on the pole, and everything works works well. I have a Yongnuo light triggers that 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 control it. Very very awesome. And I've missed doing this podcast. I'll I'll transition to to the to the mechanics of the show. You know, I I could have come back to. You know, give a farewell, but I didn't want to end the show. I could have come back to give periodic updates, but I, I just felt embarrassed. You know, th there's, I just felt like such a poser when there were so many talented photographers out there that were able to make the transition. You know, I just felt lacking. I, I didn't want to come back until I, I actually. I, I was actually, I, I wanted to prove myself before I can uh, allow myself to do the show again. I feel, I, I feel that I have. Um, I mean, does that mean I, did I earn your trust back? I'll have to earn that. You know, you know, I, I do apologize for being away for so long. Uh, I, I had no idea I would be away from this long. Uh, a lot of people have been very supportive, which, Thank you so much for, 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 for the support. There have been a lot of uh, people that were willing to purchase the X-Line from me. 
And, uh, you know, it, 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 there were a few moments where it was tempting to sell. But uh, I, I, I didn't want to. I, I felt that even though, even in my darkest photographic moment here, I felt like I could do this. I could, I could make it. I could, that I could succeed with, with, with this camera system. I don't, it's hard to describe why I even wanted to do this to begin with. The only thing I could say is that, you know, you know, at, at the end of the day, when I looked at all of my photos, whether it be from Canon uh, or, or Fuji, the Fuji was the one that drew my eyes the most. And it's the, it's the ones that everybody else liked the most as well. There was nothing wrong with the Canon system. I, I, I have nothing against Canon. It's just getting to the point where it's it's very heavy now. I I'm I think I'm going through some carpal tunnel. Uh, my my hands, you know, can't hold it like I used to twenty years ago. I had a good run with my Canon, and I still own my Canon Five D Mark One. I I will never sell that camera. That I have been through so much with with, with that camera body that I will always have it. I still own my Canon 5D Mark III. I still own the 24 to 70 millimeter lens. And I still have my uh, 5D Mark I and, and one speed light. And that's that's it. I've sold off the rest of my ca uh, Canon lenses. Now I'm looking to uh, rebuild. A and it's very exciting. I, I get to try new things. Next year is going to be pretty cool. I'm looking forward to it. I really am. You know, now that my camera hurdle is out of the way, I'm looking forward to doing more of these shows. There's a lot of uh, side stories that I could tell uh, moving forward, but there's a lot of interviews that I want to uh, cover. And the other thing I was thinking of is I'm thinking of actually getting a co-host for this show. I, I think one of the other biggest hurdles is just finding the time to to talk, which is much harder than you can imagine. Uh, I produce another show called The Tiny Shutter, which is uh, all about iPhone photography. And I have a whole cast that uh, will discuss that show. And it's so much easier to just jump on and just join the conversation rather than, you know, plotting out everything that I'm going to say. There's, there's a big difference. And I want this show to thrive. I want to do so much more for you guys. Again, I only have a few episodes out. And the amount of support, love for, for this, for, for, Photography is just immense, more than I've ever seen with any other show that I've worked on. And I am forever grateful for that. Um, I have a lot to prove to you all uh, with this huge hiatus that I took. But 
you know, I, I just want everybody to have a great time with this. I think searching for a co-host is an absolute must because it'll just add much more to the conversation. We we could we could just do so much more. That's where I want to leave it for 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 this time. Uh, next time, I, I have some interviews lined up. It's going to be a great time. So thank you all for listening. If you want to contact me. Reach out to me uh, via email. I am xlineshow at gmail.com. Find me on social media. I am on Instagram. I think that's probably the next best place to contact me. Just look for xlineshow on Instagram and, you know, tag me in a photo, hashtag xlineshow, or, uh, you know, send me a direct message there. That's, uh, I will will see it. And, uh, yeah, I think that's the best place. Or leave a, you know, leave a comment on thexline.com and uh, you know, let me know if you're still listening. I I, I thank you in advance. <laughs> uh, so until next time, thank you all. Take lots of pictures. Bye bye.